Hello again and welcome to Foreplay Radio Sex Therapy. I'm your host, certified sex therapist Lori Watson, author of Wanting Sex Again, and blogger at Psychology Today and WebMD. And I have with me Dr. Adam Matthews, my co-host, who's a couples therapist, psychotherapist, and president of NCAMFT. Foreplay is dedicated to helping couples keep it hot. Thanks for listening. Now on to today's topic. Hi, it's Foreplay, RST, Radio Sex Therapy, with your couples therapist, Dr. Adam Matthews, and your sex therapist, the brilliant and beautiful Lori Watson. Oh, what's that is happening? So sweet. I know, right? You're just trying too hard because you're trying to stay awake. <laughs> I, I am tired. <laughs> I'm tired, and when I get tired, I just, I just, I start to get mouthy. Yeah. Right. Okay. All my, all my inhibitions come down. Oh, really? When I get tired, yeah. Tired, tired, and drunk look basically the same on me. <laughs> it's you can't really tell. You really can't tell. Not that I'm drunk that much. Yeah. Um, or at all. Anyway, of course we, not. We are gonna do the first today in what well, we hope to be a four-part series over the next few episodes, where we are gonna dive into Gottman's Four Horsemen of the apocalypse. Um, John Gottman, Dr. John Gottman, famous couples therapist, probably the mo- one of the researcher, most prompt yeah. researcher. Mm-hmm. Been doing research since the 70s, I think, right? Yeah. Um, yeah. For decades. We love your stuff, John. He developed what actually leads to divorce right. in marriages. Right. right. And that's the big thing. They're trying to pinpoint scientifically to tell um, lots of theories out there, but trying to say what actually leads to divorce what actually leads to separation. And they found what they call the four horsemen of the apocalypse. If you find mm-hmm. these four things in your relationship, then if you don't get rid of them, and you can get rid of them, but if you don't get rid of them, if they become a pattern in your relationship, it's like anywhere between 92 and 94, 95% chance that you are going to eventually, within the next four years, be divorced. Yeah. And Gottman has research as well on what creates successful relationships. He does. Which is basically turning toward your partner when they bid, Mm -hmm. uh, when they toss out a bid, do you respond? Right. You know, and there's a certain ratio of having to respond to bids that says, yeah, your relationship will be successful. Yeah. And so we're going to talk about the horsemen, what they are and how to get rid of them as well. Yeah. Um, And and today. Today the big one, right? <laughs> I, just, I just rolled my eyes at Adam. <laughs> he just rolled his eyes because we're talking about contempt. contempt. Contempt is, I would call it the headless horseman of the okay. apocalypse, right? <laughs> okay, headless. Because yeah, it, is, it is the one that is, it's so emotional, right? It is just, it's not thinking. It is just emotional response to somebody else, particularly to our partner. But it's also one of the worst. I think it has like a 94% chance. If contempt is present in your relationship. Yeah, right, you are in your re- serious trouble. Your relationship cannot continue in that way, Right. Eye rolling, which you right? just did, which yes. they couldn't see. It was a beautiful eye roll, Thank almost you. as good as my almost ten-year-old daughter's. Um, <laughs> but that is an, an example of contempt, right. right? When your partner says something and you literally feel like, "Oh, brother," and you roll your eyes at them, mm-hmm. that is a, a sign of showing contempt for them. Yeah, it is demeaning comments. It's belittling comments. Diminishing uh, them. Yeah. Right. Diminishing their who their 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 personhood, right? Because mm-hmm. it's very dehumanizing. Mm-hmm. Um, contempt contempt is name calling. Yeah. Right. You're it, so selfish. Or right. just you jerk. Or 
you know, or you worse. or worse, right? <laughs> <laughs> or worse, your body is just giving off signals that you cannot stand the person that you're with. Right. 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 And and I think and you tell me what you think about this, but to me, it is a real villainization of the of the other person. Yeah, it's more than just anger about what they're talking about. It's anger at them. It's mm. It's rage at their person. Yeah, because you've located the problem within them. Right. Right, because you said the problem in our relationship is you. It's not it's not even what you're doing, it is who you are. Yeah. And you, you have are not it. and you have not been able to change who you are. Mm-hmm. And so we are stuck to this my way. liking. Mhm. And so you're doing everything you can to really communicate that. Mm-hmm. Right. And contempt gets in the way of so many things because you can't if I villainize you, right? If you become a villain, if you right. become Darth Vader in my eyes. I can't see you any other way. No, that's exactly right. Because villains can't do anything but be villainous. Right. right. They only, and I've had, when I, like, people have a hard time recognizing this. When I pointed this out to people, they go, oh, I don't do that. <laughs> right. Almost every time they say, well, I don't, I don't, I know that there's good in them. And then the person mm-hmm. will say something that they actually want, and the person will go, "You well, you can never, you've never been able to do that. You can never. You've do never that. done that before. You've never done that before. You've only done it because the the counselor who were paying <laughs> so much money to <laughs> made right. you do it. That's exactly right. Yeah. They cannot see good in the other person, right? And it makes it really difficult. Yeah, I and I mean, some of it comes from, I think people don't know how to relate in an intimate relationship. I had this one couple who, it was very disheartening. You know, but they had been in a long pattern where he would literally call her names. You know, the Mm. B name, the C name. I mean, done, right? Yeah. And and this is how he had seen his father treat his mother. And this contemptuous way of relating. I mean, it was just in some ways when things got stressful in his relationship, he dropped into this pattern. But it was so damaging to her. Yeah, it you inflicts know, a lot of wounds. Yeah, it just it did, and you know they they didn't actually make it. Yeah, I, uh, what is the percentage, Adam? Ninety four. Ninety four. Yeah, ninety four. If you drop to this level, ninety four percent that you will divorce or that yeah. you won't make it. Yeah. Well, and I think what happens is it like what you said he drops into this persona. Like it's a it to the person that that contempt is being shown toward. It feels really personal, obviously, mm-hmm. but it feels really intentional. And it may not be so intentional, like you said. It may be just their way of relating. But when things get stressful and anxious, then it's it's somebody else's fault. Mm-hmm. It's it's and particularly it's my partner's fault mm-hmm. um, because of, because again because of who they are because of what the characteristics that they are showing. Yeah. Let's talk about gaslighting too, because I think that's another thing that is contemptuous, right? I mean, it's when the person is trying to is lying essentially about something doing something but denying that they're doing that they keep telling their partner no 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 you're you're just seeing something you're perceiving uh, it you're wrong. perceiving it wrong um mm. you know no i didn't roll my eyes no i'm not really being sarcastic telling them they're crazy mm. to see it that way yeah. um you know sometimes i think certainly in affairs you know when the person is still trying to hide that they're having an affair and there's the you know the makeup compact there's the scratches on the back there's you know all these things that point to you're having an affair it's like no i'm not that's gaslighting that's lying to your partner and making them think that they're making it up instead of actually copying to what they're doing and speaking of affairs i think people think the most hurtful thing you can do in a marriage is having an affair and uber hurtful granted but i actually think contempt oh for sure is the most hurtful thing right it's treating yeah. the other like 
they're so bad. Yeah, and I think they probably don't even see it as lying necessarily when you're talking about gaslighting, but they, they're trying to hide the contempt. Yeah. Right? They're trying to say, yeah. oh, I don't really feel I don't really feel that way when they do. They're not mm-hmm. owning up to the feelings that they're having. Yep. And I think that's that results in in the gaslighting yeah. um, of, of their partner, right? Because I think their partner is going to feel like I am crazy, right? Because mm-hmm. my partner is doing this. They're saying one thing, but then they're showing me another, and I can't make sense of that. I can't – they don't right. line up. My, my favorite one is when the partner says something really sarcastic mm-hmm. and the other partner reacts and says – Gosh, that that's painful, and it's like I was just kidding. Oh yeah, that's all. I, that's <laughs> terrible. I was just joking around. I'm just kidding you. I didn't really yeah. mean that. You know, I don't really mean that. And it's like I have wicked, wicked tongue. I have had multiple clients who have said some form of the fact that their partner will say, oh, "Well, if you do that, we're getting a divorce," and then turn around and go with, "Oh, you know, I was just joking," or right? "Or I'm not serious." I'm not serious. You know? Right? Yeah. I mean, when you start bantering around and saying or throwing around the divorce word right mm-hmm. i mean that there's high stakes in that oh yeah really high stakes and it causes so much insecurity yeah and, and in it, the partner yeah and i think it just it undercuts anything else that's good that's happening in the relationship it can't right. sustain it for for many people they hear that divorce word and they are absolutely frozen oh it's yeah like, oh my god it's that difficult we can't even we can't even work on this because you're about to leave me yeah they lose all hope of working on something and you can't trust it right they may be saying they're joking but then you go well are they really yeah right i think the other thing that contempt really does it just it really prevents us from listening to each other Mm -hmm. like we can't there there can't be any real good listening in the relationship when contempt is present because all you're you're listening for the message that they actually think you're okay mm-hmm. right the the partner that your, your contempt is being shown to starts to starts to feel that way they're just trying to listen for some good and they can't really hear anything because all they can hear is the bad and the contemptuous partner again just sees the other person as a villain so they can't they can't hear anything good either so it just it spirals the relationship it, a lot it of times. is a separation right Absolutely. it's a separation of perception and it's also a, a pushing away of your partner. So mm-hmm. that's why it leads to divorce is because they are actually, you know, growing further apart. Yeah. And you can't have a, one of the necessary vital tools in a relationship is empathy. Mm-hmm. And when contempt's present, there cannot be empathy can't be present in a contemptuous relationship. Mm-hmm. Right. I mean, there, it, you can't care about what the other person cares about, which is part of why we're in that relationship in the first place, right? Mm -hmm. Is that I care about you and you care about me and we care about the things that the other person cares about and we're concerned when the other person is in pain and they're concerned when I am in pain and we can't do that when we're showing contempt so that empathy just falls Mm -hmm. apart and fails. Yeah, so we want to come back and talk about how, let's say you are acting contemptuously, showing your partner contempt or you are in a relationship with a person who is doing that. Last hope. We want to give you last hope how to get out of that. And we will be back after this break. Thank you so much to all our Patreon supporters, right? Yeah. Patreon is a platform where you can directly support things that you love. We really want to expand the resources that we can be able to provide right. to you as our listeners. If you know our work touches you and our work helps you, we would be so grateful for your support. Just go to our website, foreplayrst.com, and there you can find a way to support us, and you can see our episodes and our blogs. And thank you so much, guys. Speaking with certified sex therapist Lori Watson from Awakening Center for Couples and Intimacy. 
Lori, what is an intensive? So an intensive is 12 to 14 hours of therapy all in one weekend. And it's a way to really make fast progress compared to weekly therapy. I mean, there's just so much more you can get done when you have a chunk of time. Overcome the challenges in your relationship and your sex life. Learn more about intensives and Awakening Center's other services at awakenloveandsex.com. At Matthews Counseling, we believe it is our job to come alongside you in whatever difficult challenges of life you are in and help you rediscover hope and to find the strength that you have to face those challenges. We strive to create a safe and comfortable place for you to explore who you want to be and identify the obstacles standing in your way. Oftentimes, the first step toward finding help is the hardest, but it can also be the bravest. Give us a call at 919-587-8018. Find us online at matthewscounseling.com. We look forward to working with you. Hey, everybody. We're back. Adam's going to do a trust fall. I'm going to catch him. (laughs) Go. Oh, Welcome back. We are talking about contempt. Uh, One of Gottman's four horsemen of the relational apocalypse and one of the most deadly. And so we talked about what it was in the first part and um, really want to give some tips about how to get out of that if you're mm-hmm. in a pattern of contempt because it really is a pattern. Yeah. Um, and that's one of the things that I say. You know, we talked some about people that show contempt. You're not bad if you show contempt, right? You've fallen into an unhealthy pattern. Well, you are undisciplined in you my are, mind. Yeah, I mean, that, that may be the case. If I mean, I, they're not bad, but they it's bad behavior. Sure. I mean, it's destructive behavior. Absolutely. I think especially if you – I would agree with you if you're, if you're name-calling, if you're having lots of angry outbursts, if you're not mm-hmm. – if you're – if you can't control your nonverbals. I mean there may be a root feeling that is yeah. if they could be, get to that, right, maybe it's hopeless. That's, that's exactly right. utterly hopeless and, and they, it comes out as this angry attack. I think sometimes people feel that way. I think they – that contempt comes out sometimes when you feel like you've done everything you can and nothing – is going to change, mm-hmm. right? That that's that that's it. Sometimes it's just manipulation. If I say this mm-hmm. word, if I call this name, if I roll this eyes, if I show such mm-hmm. show my displeasure, that's the only way that they're going to hear it. Mm-hmm. Um, and then it come it comes out as contempt. Yeah, right? I I think that I mean the first thing is to ask yourself: Is this am I acting with integrity? Oh yeah. You know, I mean that sometimes is a, a plumb line and a measure that says I. You know, I want to be who I am. Mm-hmm. It's, I grew up in a family that did a lot of this contemptuous behavior, the eye rolling, the sarcasm and all that. And I really purposed, I'm not going to do that. I'm mm-hmm. not going to do that to my children. I'm not going to do that to my husband. I'm just not going to act like that. Yeah. And so I made a huge concerted effort in my own life to never do those things. I'm not sarcastic. I'm utterly, like, flummoxed by sarcasm. So if you really want to get me, go ahead and be sarcastic, you know, because I don't don't know how to respond anymore. I just, like, I'm not going to be sarcastic back and – but I I hate that kind of stuff, and I think it. I've seen how oh, destructive do you, Lori? it is. Or exactly. Do you? Adam, I do. Do you I really do. hate it, Lori? I really do. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think to me that's it's a lot of times people that are exhibiting contempt in their marital or committed relationship don't ever do that with I, other relationships. I'm hurt. Are you? Sorry, I was. I'm already feeling I was a just joking. Hurt, Adam. I was. I was just joking, Lori. I was, I was just okay. Kidding. Okay. I'm sorry. Go I'm sorry. I forgive you. Thank you. Um, no, I think they don't. A lot of times, people that show contempt in their committed relationship aren't doing that 
with their friends or other family members. Right. Sometimes they are, but a lot of times they're not. It's not, and it's not who they, they want to be. They save it for somebody they love. Yeah. They save it for their most special person. Unfortunately, we right. do that, right? Yeah. I mean, it is the most difficult relationship, and people say that. Hmm. Well, nobody else is having so much trouble with me. It's like, right. I mean, our most intimate relationship is the most difficult place. Yeah. And a lot of times we care about it the most, right? I mean, it's the most important one to us. And, and then people just like, let it fly. Yeah. Yeah, oh, and, and I gosh. think it's and I think it's hard, and and so I think figuring out how to get out of that can be difficult, but it can be done. And it, I think one of the first things that you have to start to do, and this comes to to the discipline part that you were talking about, mm-hmm. you have to discipline the way that you're talking. And to do this, I think you have to begin to talk about your own thoughts, your own feelings, mm-hmm. and to talk about – describe those rather than describing what is happening with your partner. Yeah, what they're doing to you. Like, it's like, mm-hmm. no, just what do you feel? Okay, yes. I, f- I feel hopeless about us. You know, yes. That kind of thing. Even though it's painful to say and it's, it's painful much better. to admit, it's not as damning as, you know, you're always doing this to me or, mm-hmm. you know, all that. Yeah, and so this is the classic – I statements, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. That your that your marital still marriage therapist. It's, yeah. it's cliched for a reason, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and the more that you can get in that habit, if you are in a habit of contempt, sometimes you have to say, "I'm only going to st- I'm going to start every sentence with I." Yeah, right. And not, "I think you're a jerk." Yeah, yeah. You can't say that. <laughs> <laughs> you can't say that one. You can't say, "I think you're just awful." How about an "I feel"? Start yeah. there. I I, feel, I think that I feel hopeless is one. Yeah. Uh, I feel frustrated. I I feel angry. I feel mm-hmm. unheard. Like. Describing mm-hmm. those things from your own perspective, or even, or even, I think sometimes saying, "When this happens, this is the thought that runs through my head. This mm-hmm. thought goes through my head, and I, it feels uncontrollable to me." Those type of things really it it takes the sting out of the the hard thing that you're saying because you're not the hard thing that you're expressing or mm-hmm. the difficult thing that you're expressing isn't about your partner, mm-hmm. right? It involves your partner, but it's not about them. Right. It, it takes the focus back onto yourself. Which I, honestly, it's it magic. takes the focus on to the dynamic between you instead of what your partner is doing, you know. Yeah, like, or, or what you're feeling, or who your partner is. Yeah, right. Because I mean, that, that's what, as we've talked about. That's the dangerous thing about contempt is that it it focuses the bad inside your partner, and you're externalizing that. You're taking it out of them and putting it in between in the pattern of relationship that you're caught up in. Yeah, and I I think you know certainly we've heard people use. Name calling in when they're describing the conflict as it evolves around their or revolves around their sex life. You know, like mm-hmm. he's just a sex yeah. addict. Oh yeah. You know, and and first of all, I'm a clinician, so I actually think there's a you know a definition about that that's important. But I've seen that bandied about in terms of describing a higher libido partner mm-hmm. uh, or somebody who wants sex more as pathological. You know, or she's frigid. How about that one? That or, one's really good. As, or he's it's a per- or he's a pervert. He's a pervert. Yeah. Or she's a pervert. She's a I pervert. Mean, yeah. yeah. You know. Yeah. Anything yeah. like that when it's regarding sex becomes just cr- just know. increases that shame or that, right. that people may already have. Right. She tricked me. Oh, she acted man. like she was sexual before we married, and she's just you know she tricked me. Yeah. As opposed. You know? And, and like moving away from that, Deceitful. like that's all about that's all about the other person, right? And people, the way they say that kind of stuff is just so painful. Yeah, 
And especially when they're talking, I think in my mind about the intimate relationship, it's like, now you think your partner's going to want to sleep with you? Are you <laughs> are you out of your mind? So that speaks to you the know? other thing that I think they have to do, which is restore the humanity to the other person. I think mm-hmm. contempt strips the humanity from the other person. It makes them into less than fully human. So you, you pervert, she's frigid, she's sex addict, like those type of things reduce the other person, right? right. It takes away I their I mean, complexity. if they're truly fearful, it's like, I am really fearful. Mm. Like, I, I can never meet your needs. And, and I'm worried that, you know, your behaviors are reflected of that you're, you need sex in a way that isn't relational. Mm. Okay, that's different, right? That's, yeah, that's totally not different. contemptuous. That's describing an anxiety and a fear and something that's between them. But it's, you know, I mean, it's totally different than the way people throw that at each other. Yeah. But I think that, that that means that I have to if – if I'm feeling contemptuous toward my partner, mm-hmm. that I, I have to begin to see some kind of good in what they're doing. I have to take them out of the villain role. And, and it's, that is a struggle, right? I, I think it requires emotional intelligence, Adam. Mm-hmm. And I, I think when people get into that state, right, they're not using their emotional intelligence right. to dig deep and to figure out what they're feeling. They, at that point, it's almost like they're just committed to hurting. Yeah, you know, it's like I don't care anymore. Just whatever. I'm I'm so done. Yeah. yeah. But it, but so that it's a fight back to that to begin to see the good in the other person. It takes that emotional intelligence and it ha- takes a belief that there is something good in them. Right. Right. I sometimes say to, to couples, and I, I think it's a risky statement, but I think it's true that if you honestly do not believe that there is any good in your partner, what get out of the doing? relationship. What are you doing? Get out of the relationship. Yeah. Right. If you cannot find anything good and there's lots of ways to find good in somebody else. Right. And even I I believe that if if you're feeling contemptuous, obviously you're feeling hopeful, but you can find one strand of goodness. If you can just find one strand that's still Mm -hmm. holding that, you can find another. Mm -hmm. Right. So even it's, well, he's a good father. Mm -hmm. Right. That's there. You start with it. Or wow, that must mean he's tender, he mm-hmm. communicates well, he's affectionate. There, and and those are awfully good, good things. things. Or, yeah. or um, she's a hard worker, mm-hmm. right? And she cares about the family enough to work really hard at her yeah. job, yeah. right? Sometimes it's even been, well, they've shown it, they, he showed up to therapy today. <laughs> All right, yeah, which is some, that's a good sign, right? That's a good sign. And they doesn't get they don't people don't give that enough credit. I don't I don't think. And, and speaking of therapy, I mean, if you're yes. in a contemptuous place in your relationship, you need therapy. Come really on, do. come on, you know it's it's past doing. You need a third party to help you straighten this out. I mean, we want you to straighten it out, but mm-hmm. you're you're past it. And to me, therapy is way cheaper than a divorce. I mean, it just is. It's yeah. cheaper on your hearts. It's cheaper on your children. It's cheaper in money for sure. Mm-hmm. You know, even at my price point, it's still cheap. <laughs> <laughs> well, and even even if people have waited on therapy, if they've gone past that. Hey, like, every, don't, don't, don't roll your eyes at me. <laughs> my producer not, just looked at me. Seriously, I mean, every attorney I know in this community is like double what I'm charging. <laughs> <laughs> I think Lori just got a little insecure about her price point. Don't you? <laughs> uh, yeah, I think um, if you have gotten to a contemptuous point in your relationship, you probably have years invested. Yes. Right? It, this is not something typically that just all of a sudden burst onto the scene in year one right. of the relationship. Um, most, And there's some exceptions, obviously, but most of the time you've, you have tried a lot of things to, that haven't worked. And then just over time, it's just the contempt has just grown in your relationship. Mm-hmm. So you this have that investment. This is an end state. This yeah. is an end state. It's yeah. like stage four cancer. Absolutely. This is an end state in a relationship. Yeah. You need the doctor. 
Well, and I guess you should. We should probably point out that the things, the tips that we're talking about, prevent contempt as well. Right. 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 If you're if you're not at that state, but things are starting to feel hopeless, this is one of the ways to to prevent that mm-hmm. these tips that we're talking about from happening. If you've got all that invested, therapy is worth it. Always from the perspective that you're talking about, but it can't. It's a fight to get out of this contempt pattern. Yeah, I think it's. I think what you're driving at, what I hear, is it's a projection, right? By mm-hmm. the time you reach that point, just the way we project we project when we're falling in love that they're all roses and they're all great, yeah. we also project when we're falling out of love that they're all bad. And that justifies bad behavior on our part to, to denigrate, to be sarcastic, to, to name call. To check that. out. To check out. Yeah, yeah. I think we... It's, Not sh- to withdraw. I mean, mm-hmm. literally, people... It's contemptuous. I, I guess that's another horseman, but I, I'll let you talk about that next time. <laughs> the, the stonewalling. The stonewalling, but, yeah. yeah. But I mean, to me, that, you know, absolute silence when your partner talks yeah. to you, that's contemptuous. But Yeah, I think it is. I mean, I think all the horsemen overlap in some ways sure. as well. Sure, sure. I, I think it is easier for us to create a villain to what is happening to mm-hmm. the things that we don't like because it gives us permission to fight dirty. Oh, right? yeah. It, gives I, us, it is a dirty fight. Yeah, exactly. Like, and and so it, and it's easier than dealing with our own stuff. Yeah. Right. Which is so, I mean, it's just hard. Like admitting that we need to talk better, that we need to say better things. It's easier to say if I, if I'm calling you a jerk all the time or worse, like it's easier to say, well, that it's justified because they're, they're mm-hmm. so bad. Mm-hmm. Right. As opposed to saying, you know what? I need to be more disciplined in the way I talk. I need to be consistent in talking about myself. I need to fight for the good in the other person. Or we need to do the hard thing by going to therapy, right? Mm -hmm. Like all of those things are harder. Contempt is easier than all of those things. Yeah. It feels good when we throw up on our partner, you know? (laughs) I mean, it feels good to us. And, of course, they're wiping vomit off of them. Yeah. Yeah. So own your own thoughts and feelings. Describe those. Be disciplined. Be disciplined. Give the person back their humanity. Fight for the good, looking for the good in the other person. Get help. And get help. Yeah. And those are the things for contempt. And we're going to come back and talk about the rest of the horsemen as well. Yeah. For Play Radio Sex Therapy, this is your sex therapist, Lori Watson, and our couples therapist, Dr. Adam Matthews. You can now call in your questions to the Four Play Question voicemail. Dial 833-MY-4PLAY. That's 833, the number 4, PLAY. And we'll use the questions for our mailbag episodes. Hey, help us stay on top here at Four Play. We'd love it if you would subscribe and share it with your friends. And please take one sec and rate and review us. Thanks so much. All content is for entertainment purposes only and should not be considered as a substitute for therapy by a licensed clinician or as medical advice from a doctor. Seeking the truth never gets old. Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the roaring 20s. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device or play on PC through Facebook games.